Ah, we are yeah. good. Uh, this is Michael. We are at Business at City Watch. We're with Richard Grove. We thank you so much for being with us. How are you, sir? I'm very good. Thank you, Michael. Good. We're talking to Richard. He is very much into small business uh, public relations and SEO and things like that, so we're very pleased to have you with us on the program. Uh, tell me a little bit about the company and what you specialize in. Well, Inc. PR, Inc. Incorporated PR, or Inc. Inc. as some people call us, we are a uh, public relations firm. We're almost 30 years old now, and we specialize in media coverage, earned media coverage, and we do so under a, uh, uh, a rather unique and interesting compensation system. Uh, we pioneered many, many years ago a thing called pay for performance, which in the most simple terms means that uh, uh, when a client uh, a client gets more coverage, they pay us more. When they get less coverage, they pay us less. So we're highly, uh, we have the high incentive in order to get great coverage for our clients. And uh, that's in the most simple way what Inc. PR does. We're based in the heartland in Kansas City, but we've got people literally all over the country and, and to a degree even around the world in Europe and the Far East. And um, that's pretty much what it is. Uh, we utilize a, a, uh, a remote work force and we actually even pioneered that probably before before remote working was uh, was considered uh, uh, de rigueur. Uh, we were out there hiring people and uh, telling them they could work from home back in the mid-90s. Uh -huh. And uh, with the idea being that I could get much better, more senior people and allow them to work from home, it saved me a lot of overhead. And in the process, I... I my clients got better workforce working for them, and it in less overhead for me, so I could share in the financial risk, and that's really where the model came from. Okay, and a lot of what you do is geared towards small and mid-sized businesses, uh, podcasters yes. involved and things like that as well. Tell me a little bit about uh, why some PR campaigns work and why they don't, especially in light of what media is today? Well, I'd say that the most, you know, it, well, a media campaign works or doesn't work based on what the client is, uh, what the client wants uh, and what the client is expecting. But what we try and tell our clients is that uh, uh, we are specialized in getting media coverage, earned media coverage. That doesn't mean digital ads or uh, or uh, anything like that. But media where you have to go pitch the client's story to the reporter, to the podcaster, to the producer. And if it's of unique enough and interesting enough and newsworthy enough, then it will be covered. And then and only then do we send the client a bill once it's actually been produced, broadcast, or uh or printed. Uh, what usually means in a failed campaign is when a client doesn't get that and they've charged, uh, they've been charged a lot by their traditional PR firm without actually getting media coverage. And I learned over my 40 plus years in this business 
that the one thing that gets client that gets PR firms fired above all else is not getting coverage. They might hire them for a lot of reasons, but uh, what they really want ultimately is to get good media coverage. And today, what makes a difference is that uh, that media coverage is the content, the credible content that can then be merchandised through social media channels. And it's more credible because it's a third party saying nice things about the company rather than the company saying nice things about itself. So in today's world, we have to work very closely with social media because we're creating the credible content through the media that, in effect, that the client can use on their social media uh, and, and channels in order to get the greater long tail coverage that they want. Okay, now I'm... I'm interested in, in what you're calling credible contact here. Well, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to break and come back and then we'll maybe talk a little bit more about what credible, credible content can be. So we'll do that right after this. CityWatch on the Air, heard locally and worldwide on iHeartRadio.com, takes you through the ins and outs of business, exactly what your business needs to showcase your product or service. And we can do it for as little as $10 a week. If you don't believe me, text Prove It to 310-291-2790. That's Prove It to 310-291-2790. Okay, we are back with Richard Grove, and we've been talking about uh, public relations, NSR, SEO, and things like that. And before we went to break, we talked about credible content. You sit down with a client, or you're on the phone with a client, or potential client, and you're trying to determine what credible content is. What is actually going to get these people listened to and get their message uh, out and things like that? How do you determine that when you're having that initial interview? Well, the first one we try and discover, because we're all pretty much ex-media types, uh, and ultimately the media wants newsworthy, interesting subjects. If they're going to take their time on a podcast or take their time on a broadcast or take their space in print or online, they want to know that the subject matter is going to be newsworthy. So the first thing we do with our clients is look and dig and hunt. In fact, I wrote an entire book on this subject on how one small businesses can find exactly what is newsworthy in their business in order to make it interesting to the media. But that's the first thing we do. We take the time to really dig deep into the client what they do, their management, their history, etc., to find those things that we call are newsworthy subjects that the media will be interested in. And we match that with the client's desire for certain kind of messaging that they want to get out. And so when that matches perfectly, that's when the media is interested in running a story. But when I say credible content, I'm talking about the difference between content that is created uh, from the client themselves, like advertising and so forth, versus content that is created by a third party, meaning the media itself. If a newspaper, if a newspaper is um, uh, going to run a story, they're going to want to know exactly uh, what it is that 
that is going to be interesting and newsworthy about the subject. But the fact that they're doing the story and not the client writing something or running an ad, that's what makes it, that's what adds the credibility that I was referring to. And it's that credible content, content created by a third party, the media, that is going to be the most valuable when it goes out over the over the social media uh, channels that the client has. Uh, it, it's not to say that advertising and paid advertising isn't valuable. It is, but it's not the kind of value that can be uh, uh, that can be given to a uh, a third party endorsing somebody. Okay, now that that runs into the next question I have. I think before we do that, I'm going to break because I want to come back and give really a bit more information, um, a bit more time toward it. So we'll do that and come right back. City Watch on the Air, heard locally and worldwide on iHeartRadio.com, takes you through the ins and outs of business, exactly what your business needs to showcase your product or service. And we can do it for as little as $10 a week. If you don't believe me, text Prove It to 310-291-2790. That's Prove It to 310-291-2790. Okay, we're back with Richard Grove of Inc. Inc. Uh, we were talking uh, before the break about how to get the story of the client or the client's interest out in front of the market. And this goes right into my next question is, why does the story still serve? Why is it that no matter where we go and no matter what time period we find ourselves in, people are always willing to listen to a good story about a product, and that good story usually leads into somebody purchasing or at least having some interest in it. How do you determine what a good story is? Because we've talked about the basics, and there has to be some factual uh, underpinning to it, but what makes it a good story? Well... Several items make it a good story. One, is it unique? Uh, is it different? Uh, I mean, the old adage about what makes news is whether a, uh, whether a man bites a dog, not whether a dog bites a man. And it's the same thing. Is it unique? Is it different? That's going to make it interesting. Is it? Uh, is there something about the client's past? Is there something about the history? Is there a human interest angle? And the media is always interested in human interest. Uh, another item might be: Are there? Is there data to be mined? Uh, it, companies often generate uh, data that can be used and put into indexes or, or interesting statistical stories. That's going to be interesting to the media. Those are all the things that make news. Uh, and then and the, the last thing, of course, is always what we would call, you know, creating your own news, which, of course, is uh, uh producing some kind of uh, publicity stunt or, or or something that would be still fit to what the marketing needs are of the client, but nevertheless would create something that would draw the media's attention. And I, I used to say that one of the uh, one of the greatest publicity stunts ever created was something called the Super Bowl, which was simply a, a football game between two uh, opposing divisions. But what it evolved into was a giant publicity spectacle. And uh, it's the ultimate idea of where you've created something for it. And uh, that's also very important. But another area that we often 
the news is in the in the world of PR, it's called news jacking, and what that means is breaking news that's going about nationally or locally or regionally, and being able to tie your client's story to a breaking story. It may have to do with uh, oh anything from uh, break-ins in the uh, in a particular area or some uh, thing about that, and maybe your client produces a uh, uh, some kind of se- security device or something that could be tied to that. So those are the kind of things where you can tie things into breaking national news. That's always great because the media is always looking for something that could tie into that. That's again, it's got to be credible. It's got to be unique and it's got to be newsworthy but that's the kind of thing that we do and we work hard with our clients to develop it's the biggest difference michael that a lot of pr firms don't do is they don't they try and simply put out what the client has said in the way of puffery or jibber jabber as we call it as opposed to something that has real credible content to it uh that's based on something that's newsworthy if the media is going to be wanting to do Okay. Well, I I hear what you're saying. Let me ask this for those who are listening and would like to hear a little bit more from you or maybe talk with you personally. How would they get in touch with you? Well, they can reach us. Uh, Certainly uh, uh, reach me at my my company, and our office number is area code 913-602. Excuse me. I'm sorry about that phone. 602-8531. And uh, uh, our website is www.inkincpr.com. And I'd uh, be happy to talk to anybody. And, uh, and if they want to know a little bit more, to pitch my book a little bit, the book is called It's the Media Stupid, PR Without the BS. And uh, that's available on, online and through our website as well. Well, we thank you so much, Richard Grove of Inc. Inc. for being with us on Business at City Watch. Thank you. I appreciate the uh, the invite. And we th- remind you to believe in yourself. If you don't, no one else will. And we will speak to you next time.